welcome to the first week of the Slow Beginnings online retreat. I feel very honored and very happy and very excited to have you here because, um, you know, what it says to me is that you are ready, you are giving yourself permission to really dive deep into what slow living looks like for you and how it can be applied in your life in order to, to bring you closer to the things that are important to you. And um, I don't think there could be anything more transformative, anything more powerful than taking this time to do that. So thank you. And I can't wait to get started. Now, if you haven't already in the welcome video that you would have received when you signed up, I mentioned uh, some screen time monitors that I wanted you to install for the next, uh, for, you know, a couple of weeks before the retreat began. And we're going to be using the information captured in those apps next week. So if you haven't had a chance to install them yet, go back and watch the welcome video um, or even just read the documentation there, which will explain what apps I'm talking about and how to install them on your phone, whether it's an Android or a, an iPhone. Um, and also if you wanted to install them on your desktop, we're just looking at capturing some information about how we spend our time um, on technology. And that's going to help us next week in one of the exercises. So uh, head off and do that. And I think it's time to, to dive right into the heart work of this week. Um, and it's a big one. Now, as I said, to begin our time together, we're going to do some really deep heart work um, and dive straight into finding your why, which really is an exploration of your personal values. We're going to, to dig in and to excavate and uncover your values this week. And we're going to use what we discover to drive the following five weeks of this retreat. Because knowing our values gives us a foundation on which we can begin to build the kind of life we want. You know, the kind of life that you're, you're here to create. And knowing our values also gives us a framework on which we can ask questions and make decisions which will ultimately move us closer to or further away from that kind of life. So values and knowing them is really, really important um, because as I said, they form the foundation of a life well lived for you. And they also allow you to, to do the work of, of, of figuring out what a life well lived actually looks like. But first though, I mean, what are values? When we're talking about defining your values, identifying your values, what do we actually mean? And values are essentially the uh, they're principles or standards of behavior. They are how we judge what is important in our life. They are internal uh, personal reference points to tell us as individuals what is right and good and important, again, in our own lives. And they influence things like our attitudes and our behaviors and our choices and our priorities. So when you think about that, I mean, you think about how important those things are. It's little wonder that if we're not clear on our own values, which many of us aren't, we can find ourselves completely overwhelmed and running after all of these different ideas that sound good. You know, if if. But, but the problem is even these ideas that sound good, if they're not aligned with our personal values or we're not sure what our personal values are, then ultimately these, these good ideas aren't going to be fulfilling because they're not, they're not coming from a place of intention 
or you know being aligned with our values we'll just be doing things because we think we should not because they're actually important to us and the second question really is why is it important to know what our values are and to to come to understand what they look like in real life so this is something that i personally have had to to come to understand in my own life before i had any idea what my values were i was running my life in a way that was um, completely overwhelmed but it was based off trying to achieve um, someone else's version of success or trying to impress other people with the way that I was living my life to in the hopes of finding fulfillment there and it caused me to make decisions and to spend my time and energy on things that ultimately weren't in the slightest bit related to my personal values and while I could look at my life and see that I had achieved certain levels of success according to someone else's idea of success I didn't feel that in myself you know I had terrible self-esteem and really really uh, crushing kind of self-doubt because I was never making decisions based on what I knew would work for me or what was in alignment with with my values Um, and and I spent many years you know trying to figure out what was missing and what was actually missing was knowing what was important to me so when I sat down and I actually began to to figure out what my values were I realized that I started to make decisions probably for the first time in my life based on that as opposed to based on what I thought I should um, I should be doing you know in order to keep up with someone else's idea of what my life should look like or even what their life should look like and what I found and what many people find when they've done the work of figuring out their personal values is that when we are living in alignment with them with those values we find ourselves feeling grounded we find ourselves feeling focused and decisive and we also uh, we, we, we find ourselves feeling clear-headed you know we have clarity possibly for the first time in a long time maybe even for the first time ever as an as an adult I know that was me you know it allowed me to see things with um, you know with with clarity and perception that I probably had never had and that affected everything it affected every choice that I made um, day to day and bigger picture choices because I started to be able to ask myself is this is saying yes to this thing going to get me closer to those things that I value or take me further away from them Um, and over time that that sense of clarity that sense of focus and and decisiveness and and groundedness helped me to feel happier and, and more content which I think is probably the most important part of that to feel more content in where I was in the moment uh, and it also helped me to be able to make space for the things that are important to me by by gradually letting go of the things that aren't you know those things that that we hold on to for heaps of different reasons but they are essentially just muddying the waters so knowing your values helps you to gradually release each of those things each of those things that are muddying the waters and um, you know the, the the clarity that comes with that is probably one of the most powerful parts of this this process now this week we're going to to do an exercise that will help us to dive deep into our personal values uh, uncovering them putting words to them perhaps even putting some kind of image imagery or symbolism to them 
and really importantly to figure out what they look like in real life in our life uh, because I think sometimes the idea of values also gets lost in the the idealism of it right so perhaps you might hear a value of adventure and you get that thrill of connection with it you know you feel like yes adventure must be one of my values because I get that 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 gut reaction to it but then we might start thinking well what does adventure look like and maybe we see lots of travel or hiking or adventure sports and think that that's what it needs to look like to lead an adventurous life and then we might look at our situation our personal situation maybe we have young kids or a busy work life or other commitments that mean that we can't go for overnight hikes or travel to exotic places and maybe then we start thinking oh well, well adventure must not be my value after all but it is you know if you have that pang of recognition chances are that it is one of your values we just need to learn to let go of what we think it should look like in our life and focus instead on what it could look like in our life right now while possibly working towards what we might want it to feel like in the future but just because your circumstances don't allow you to live 100% that value right now or 100% the way you think it should look doesn't mean it's not a value it's just about finding ways to bring bits of those values into your life now so that you get the benefit of fulfilling them and, and living in alignment with them without feeling like you have to completely change the way you live so if adventure is is one of your values you can think of it in, in lots of different ways I mean adventure could be shifting your mindset to seeing life as an adventure you could do something every day that feels adventurous but is quite small and realistic like take a different route on your morning walk or say yes to an opportunity at work that you don't quite think you're ready for but you're excited by you could go on a magical mystery tour with your family on Sundays and find a park or a bushwalk that you've never done before you could even just say yes to something without knowing all the details and enjoy that thrill that comes from the unknown all of those things are um, adventure it's it's you know adventure for again as this example adventure can be as much a mindset as an action so if you want the you know and, and it's not to say that if you want the hiking and the rock climbing and the traveling maybe that will come later and that could be something that you keep in mind and work towards and make decisions based on that future vision of of adventure but making space for adventure doesn't need to wait making space for any of your values does not need to wait no matter what your current circumstances are and the same applies to every one of the values that we'll explore in this exercise you know we don't need to be black and white 100% in or 100% out on them and I think it's really important to not to not lose sight of what's realistic for us as individuals as well you know right now because you personally I'm speaking directly to you right now you deserve to be able to live your values today you don't need to wait you don't need to wait till next year when the kids are grown up or you have enough money saved you can bring elements of that value into your life now and you don't need to wait in order to enjoy it so once you've finished the exercise which I'll go through with you in a minute I would like you to spend some time thinking or journaling on the question what 
are some ways I can stand in my values today as life stands right now. So my values are adventure, beauty, creativity, nature and family, not in any particular order. And that doesn't always look like you might think. I mean, if I allowed myself to run away with on the idealistic train and, you know, apply what I learn about slow living and, and a good life on um, social media to those those values, it might look like uh, this wildly adventurous life where, you know, where real life pressures don't seem to apply, you know, where we're constantly on adventures and constantly seeking beauty and constantly, you know, living a creative life and constantly together and constantly nurturing and nourishing and, uh, you know, and also managing to do all of this while being bathed in beauty. And that's not what my life looks like. You know, I think sometimes living in my values can be telling the kids a fact about trees on our walk to school in the morning. Um, or showing my daughter how each each uh, each of the the corn silks connect to an individual kernel in, on an ear of corn as we're peeling corn for dinner, you know it it doesn't need to be big and flashy and impressive in order to be aligned to my values because it it if I allow it it gradually imbues everything that I do in my life if I'm paying attention. So now I'm going to walk you through our first exercise of the retreat and going to, I'm also going to leave you with an observation for the week. Now, as I mentioned in the welcome video, those observations can be things that you journal on every day or once a week, whatever works for you. Or it can also just be something that you are choosing to be aware of for the week, you know, and, and just making it a, a habit to, to tap into that observation every day, perhaps while you're walking the dog or while you're commuting or hanging out the laundry or something like that. And I think just developing that awareness around the questions and the, the ideas that we're speaking about in these lessons will be a helpful um, exercise for you during the retreat. Now, the, the values exercise that we're going to do will take you around 30 minutes. And for this week particularly, I think it's important to give yourself enough time to complete it in depth. You're not going to need to give as much time every week during the retreat and particularly to do the exercises. But for this week, and because so much of what we discuss for the next five weeks hinges on um, having an understanding of your values, I'd really encourage you to, to set aside some time over the next few days to do this exercise, even in a couple of sittings. You know, it doesn't all have to happen at once. Now, our exercise this week revolves around using a set of values cards. Now, if you haven't already, you can open up the week one exercise document, which is below this video in the, uh, over in the school. So it has the instructions and the values cards there for you. So you can print them out, cut them up individually, um, or you can just write the values down on scrap pieces of paper, whatever it is that works for you. And if you want to, you might want to pause the video now and go and grab your cards and your journal and get set up. Or you can come back to the video when you actually want to do the exercise. Alternatively, of course, you can listen straight through to the end now so that you are prepared for what the exercise entails and know that you can give yourself enough time and energy and headspace to, to complete it. And you'll notice that there are 76 values cards and there's also four blank cards as well in case that you find one of your values isn't represented. And that may well happen. It's certainly not an exhaustive list. It's probably just the most common ones. Now, the first step is to slowly go through each of the values in uh, on the values cards 
and separate them into piles according to how important or how unimportant they are to you. Um, you can use the scale in the exercise document if you would like, where you start at one, which is not at all important, all the way up to 10 being the most important and five being neutral. That can help to sort of, because I mean, I think we have values on, on a spectrum as well. There are things that certainly aren't important to us, but there are things that are important and moderately important to us. And then there are things that are our absolute core values. I'm not asking you to separate them into the core values yet. We're just starting to, to get a sense of what those values might, might look like on a, on a spectrum, I guess, of, of caring. Now, if you're finding that there is a gap in this list of values, chances are you, you might, um, you know, feel free to, to fill in one of the, the blank cards at this point and put it in your, in your pile and, and you know, figure out where on the spectrum that particular value lies. And once you've gone through this first run of values and you have them all laid out on a spectrum, it's time to cull them quite significantly. So my suggestion would be to go uh, to, to take maybe the values that are an eight and above and keep those and discard everything else for now, uh, because what we're looking for are those really high priorities in life. It's not to say there aren't values that that you know that you do value in the the lower half of the, the spectrum. But if we're looking at, at core values, it's really important now to get very specific and uh, you know to, to not be afraid to really focus in on what those things are that are of core importance to you in your life. So you've got your eight and aboves and see how many you have. First of all, just count those up and see whether there is, um, you know, 15, 20, maybe you've got less than that. Maybe there's more than that. Whatever number you have is completely fine. We're looking at narrowing that pool down to between three and six core values. Um, and chances are you have more than that right now, which is, again is fine. So take the cards that you have left and sort through them again. Next step is to start putting aside those that you have cho you have chosen or felt compelled to choose because you think you should, um, or because it represented a solution to a problem or an issue that's troubling you at the moment. That might be something that you can look at as a tool or a strategy, but if it's if you've chosen it simply because you think it represents a solution, I'd like you to set that one aside for now as well. So once you've done that, you will have a smaller pile. And what I think we should do now is to start to look at these core values that remain and see if there are any that can be grouped together. So kindness and compassion can often be grouped together, for example. Um, you might find that the other ones are grouped together as well. So risk and adventure can be grouped together. And at this time, you can understand that that is probably describing a particular value and maybe you could choose one of those values to represent all of them. You know, and you, when you think about it, you can, you can picture it as encompassing those two or three very similar values um, rather than saying that kindness and compassion and risk and adventure are all values of yours uh, because chances are there'll be more uh, elements to you than that. So once you've done that, you again will have a smaller pile and now we're going to sort these according to what is most important to you. So again, use the scale that, uh, you know, that we've used before, going from the least of the most important all the way up to the most of the most important. And just spread them out and work through them one at a time. Um, this might be a time where you realize that there's a value missing. So again, use a blank card to, to fill that in. 
and then start to arrange, play around with arranging these in any order that makes sense to you. Um, and again, keep in mind that some of these may be linked or you may be thinking about one value when you've used another word. Uh, this is a time when you can start to, to play around and put them in an order that makes sense. And by the end of this, I'd like you to be able to, um, to, to have your, your spectrum, your scale spread out to a point where you can select the top six, five, four, three, whatever, whatever number works for you, values. And these are your core values. It's important at this point to just sit with these values for a minute and ask yourself how you feel in, you know, intuitively as you look at these values. Do they feel like home for you? Do they feel liberating and exciting or positive to you? Or do you feel, is there one there that feels, uh, you know, draining or depleting to you? If there is, then perhaps you've put that in there for a reason that is not your own. And that's okay. I mean, I think that's very normal to do that. But perhaps if you could look at the some of the values that you discarded and see if there was one that maybe better represented what it is that, that matters to you in that regard and swap it out and see how that feels. So now you've got your number. Let's say it's five. It can be whatever number works for you. My number is five, but... Uh, these are your core values. You know, these are the guiding principles on which you'll be able to create your values aligned life starting today. I think the, the final part of this exercise that I think will be really important as we move through the retreat is to, to find or create an image, um, an object, a photo, a poem, a graphic, or something that symbolizes these values in actions, in action rather, for you in your life. It might be, you know, Mary Oliver's wild and precious life quote printed out and put somewhere uh, that you'll see it every day. Or for me, it's a photo taken on a, a hike that we did as a family in this beautiful forest in Canada. I mean, that sort of symbolizes so much of what I hold dear and what I value in my life. And while my life doesn't always look like that, it, uh, it personifies those values to a point where when I have a difficult decision to make or... Uh, I need clarity on what, what action needs to be taken or what action is, is values aligned for me. I, I tap back into that photo and into what it symbolizes and ask myself, is it getting me closer to that or further away? And while that doesn't, it's not always going to make the decision easier, it will, it will often make it simpler, which is really important because it, it, it puts in perspective and gives you that touchstone or that, that yardstick with which to to measure the, the choices by. So this week, I'd love you to then take that object or picture or poem and use it as an anchor this week and for the rest of the, the retreat as well. You know, tap back into it as you journal every day or whenever you choose to journal and also as you complete your daily meditations and observations. And, um, and you know, feel free to use it as a guide over the coming weeks. What I will say is two things. This is, this is not an easy exercise and I completely understand that it can be quite confronting um, and confusing and, and challenging. So I'm grateful that you've shown up wholeheartedly. And if you found yourself struggling through this, that's okay. You know, I always instruct people um, to, to use lead pencil when they're doing this exercise because you can rub it out. You can put lines through it you can sleep on it and if you wake up in the morning and say well that's not a value of mine that's a value that I inherited from my my parents uh, and I respect that it's theirs but it's not mine you know don't feel like this is a contract that you're locked into for the rest of your life it's a starting off point 
And particularly if this is the first time you have, have dove into your values, it can really take some time to mull over. So, um, you know, feel free to send me an email with a question or even send me an email with, um, you know, with your values. If you're looking for feedback or some, some kind of support, I'd really love to be able to answer your questions about this during this week's live call on Friday. So if you would like to submit either questions, even just vent a frustration or a difficulty, uh, or submit your homework task this week for some feedback during that live, live call, just email it through to me at hello at slowyourhome.com before um, Wednesday night of your local time. And I will make sure that we address it during the, the call on Friday. Now, for your observation this week, it's my hope, of course, that you're able to, to make a little space for this to do it daily, but at least a few times this week, I'd like you to, to really sit down and think on this question and perhaps journal just a line or two about it. When did I act in accordance with my values today? And how did I feel? Now, I know there's a lot to work through and I admire you and I'm, um, I'm very grateful to you for, for choosing to work through all of this. And I'm really looking forward to discussing it with you on Friday. So again, send me an email with your questions, frustrations, difficulties, um, or, or a homework task for feedback. And enjoy your meditation. Enjoy your yoga this week. And I hope that um, you know this exercise on your core values is something that starts to bring that sense of clarity and groundedness and focus to your week. Now, until then, have a fantastic week and I will see you on Friday.